Section seven of Snowball by Paul Anderson. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Snowball by Paul Anderson. Section seven. Arch spent the following day in a nearly suicidal depression. Elizabeth tried to pull him out of it, failed, and went downtown after a fifth of whiskey. That helped. The hangover helped, too. It's hard to concentrate on remorse when ten thousand red-hot devils are building an annex to hell in your skull. Toward evening he was almost cheerful again. A certain case-hardening was setting in. After dark there was a knock on the door. When he opened it, Horrisford and a stranger stood there. "'Oh, come in,' he said. "'Excuse the mess. I haven't been feeling so well. Anyone here?' asked the agent. "'Just my wife. She'll be all right,' said the stranger impatiently. He was a big, stiff, gray-haired man. "'Bring her in, please. This is important.' They were settled in the living room before Horrisford performed the introductions. Major General Brackney of Strategic Services. Arch's hand was wet as he acknowledged the handclasp. This is most irregular, said the general. However, we've put through a special check on you. A fast but very thorough check. In spite of your errors of judgment, the FBI is convinced of your essential loyalty. Your discretion is another matter. I can keep my mouth shut, if that's what you mean, said Arch. Yes, you've kept one secret for ten years, said Horrisford. The business of Mrs. Ramirez? Arch started. How the deuce? That was a personal affair. I've never told a soul, not even my wife. We have our little ways, Horrisford grinned. Humanly enough. The point is that you could have gained somewhat from blabbing but didn't. It speaks well for you. General Brackney cleared his throat. We want your help on a certain top-secret project, he said. You still know more about capacitite than anybody else. But if one word of this leaks out prematurely, it means war, atomic war. It also means that all of us, and you particularly, will be crucified. I, you're an independent so-and-so, I realize. What we have in mind is a scheme to prevent such a war. We want you in on it, both for your own value and because we can't protect you forever from Soviet agents. Brackney's smile had no humor. Didn't know that, did you? It's one reason you're being co-opted in spite of all you've done. I can't say more till you take the oath, and once you've done that, you're under all the usual restrictions. Care to help out? Arch hesitated. He had little faith in government. Any government. Still, Horrisford of the FBI had saved his life. I'm game, he said. Elizabeth nodded. The oath was administered. Brackney leaned back and lit a cigar. All right, he said. I'll come to the point. Offhand, it looks as if you've done a grave disservice to your country. It's been pointed out in the press that transporting fuel is the major problem of logistics. In fact, for the Russians, it's the problem. 
since they can live off the countries they invade to a degree we can't match you've solved that for them and once they convert their vehicles we can expect them to start rolling they and their allies especially the chinese this discovery is going to make them a first-class power i've heard that said arch thinly however we also know that the communist regimes are not popular look at the millions of refugees look at all the prisoners who refused repatriation look at the ukrainian insurrection i needn't elaborate the trouble has been that the people aren't armed to say anything at home means the concentration camp now then basically the idea is this we've got plans set up to turn our capacitite in trainload lots we can i think make weapons capable of stopping a tank for a couple of dollars apiece do you agree why yes said arch i've been considering it lately a rifle discharging its current through magnetic coils to drive a steel jacketed bullet the bullet could be loaded with electricity too or a buck rogers energy gun a hand weapon with a blower run off the capacitor sucking in the air at the rear and spewing it out between two electrodes like a gigantic arc welding flame or yes there are all kinds of possibilities brackney nodded with an air of satisfaction good i see you do have the kind of imagination we need now we'll be giving nothing away because they already know how to make this stuff and can think up anything we can but we have a long jump as far as production facilities are concerned the idea is this we want to make really enormous quantities of such weapons by various means through underground channels by air if necessary we want to distribute them to all the iron curtain countries the people will be armed and hell is going to break loose we want you in on it as design and production consultants leave tomorrow be gone for several months probably it's going to have to be highly organized so it can be sprung as a surprise otherwise the soviet bosses who are no fools will hit but your part will be in production are you game it's astonishing said elizabeth frankly i didn't think the government had that much imagination we are probably exceeding our authority admitted brackney by rights of course congress should be consulted but this is like the louisiana purchase there's no time to do so it was the historical note which decided arch grade school history yes but it didn't fit in with his preconceptions of the redneck militarist suddenly almost hysterically he was laughing what's so funny asked horrisford sharply the idea what old clausewitz would say winning wars by arming the enemy sure sure i'm in gladly six months on a secret reservation in colorado which nobody but the top brass left six months of the hardest most concentrated work a man can endure got arch out of touch with the world he saw an occasional newspaper was vaguely aware of trouble on the outside but there was too much immediately at hand for him to consider the reality everything outside the barbed wire borders of his universe grew vague 
designing and testing capacitite weapons was harder than he had expected and took longer though experienced engineers assured him the project was moving with unprecedented speed and ease production details were out of his department but the process of tooling up and getting mass output going was not one for overnight solution the magnetic rifle the arc gun the electric bomb and grenade the capacitite landmine set to fry the crew of any tank which passed over he knew their hideous uses but there was a cool ecstasy in working with them which made him forget most of the time and after all the idea was to arm men who would be free in march general brackney entered the quonset hut which arch and elizabeth had been inhabiting and sat down with a weary smile i guess you're all through now he said about time grumbled the girl you've been sitting on our hands here for a month just puttering the stuff had to be shipped out said the general mildly we didn't dare risk having the secret revealed but we're rolling overseas it's too late to stop anything he shrugged naturally the government isn't admitting its part on this officially the weapons were manufactured by independent operators in europe and asia and you'll have to keep quiet about the truth for a long time not that the comrades won't be pretty sure but it just can't be openly admitted however there are no security restrictions on the gadgets themselves as of today that surprises me said arch it's simple enough everything is so obvious really any handyman can make the same things for himself a lot have been doing it too no secrets exist to be given away that's all brackney hesitated we'll fly you back home any time you wish but if you want to stay on a more permanent basis we'll be glad to have you no thanks elizabeth's eyes went distastefully around the sleazy interior of the shack this has all been temporary said the general we were in such a hell of a hurry better housing will be built now nevertheless no said arch brackney frowned i can't stop you of course but i don't think you realize how tough it's getting outside and how much worse it's going to get a revolution is starting in more senses than one and you'll be safer here i heard something about that agreed arch discontented elements making their own weapons similar to ours what of it plenty said the officer with a note of grimness it's an ugly situation a lot of people are out of work and even those who still have jobs don't feel secure in them there are a dozen crank solutions floating around everything from new political theories to new religious sects and each one is finding wider acceptance than i'd have believed possible it doesn't surprise me said arch there's a queer strain of the true believer in american culture you know how many utopian colonies we've had throughout our history and the single tax party and prohibition and communism in the thirties people in this country want something concrete to believe in and all but a few of the churches have long ago degenerated into social clubs whatever the cause said brackney there are all these new groups clashing with the old authorities and with each other and the underworld is gleefully pitching in and getting a lot of recruits from the ranks of hungry frightened embittered people 
the regular armed forces have to be mobilized to stop anything the soviets may try the police and the national guard have their hands full in the big cities the result is that authority is breaking down everywhere else there's real trouble ahead i tell you all right said arch that's as may be but our town is a collection of pretty solid folk and we want to go home on your heads be it there'll be a plane at six tomorrow end of section seven